All right, it's the good, the bad, the watchable. And dual redundancy crossover episode, The Draft 2023. We did it for the first time last year. Our most anticipated movies of 2022. Now here we are, 2023. Uh, we got a full, uh, I don't even know, a full, what, what do they call it? What do they call it? Like the full, like, dais? Yeah, we got a full dais of people here. Let's go around the horn. I got Nick Boyle from Good, Bad, Watchable. I got John Berwick from Dual Redundancy. Kyle Bridger from Dual Redundancy. Uh, Dave Allen from Dual Redundancy. Mark Sisso from Good, Bad, Watchable. I'm Nick Rojas. Uh, first off, let's, guys, uh, you know, as people who live here, let's welcome our guests in here. Uh, the Dual Redundancy guys, how you guys doing? Doing good. We're excited. We're pumped. John knows we're doing these movies and not... What was it? What were you thinking we were doing earlier? The Oscar no. movies? It's the Oscars. No. Tomorrow's the Oscars. No. I thought we were talking about no. that. They are not good for All right. Wait, can we hit pause for like 10 minutes? 10 minutes? Let me figure this out. Yeah, see what you can binge all day. All the, all the nominees. <laughs> 4X speed, get it through them all. No, yeah, we're we're always excited to be uh, on your guys' show. and Because, yeah, these things are, are going to get wild. I mean, I looked at the picks from last year, and it's just... We, we, we picked these? Are, are you sure, Nick? With <laughs> Yeah. They, these seemed like good ideas at the time, didn't they? No, they didn't. Good team. ideas at, at the time. Mark, for his drama pick, Morbius. <laughs> that was dramatic. Did that actually count as my drama pick? That was your yeah, drama. Yeah, you put drama. Actually, that was please do good. It's actually up for a Razzie for best drama of the year. <laughs> <laughs> See? Yeah. Here, here's oh, the drawer. It, it was Morbius. Kyle had Ambulance. Uh, John Ambulance was good. Did it come out? Good. Boyle, Elvis. Uh, yeah, there were some wild drama picks in the you know for what? sure. Ambulance, and I said this last year, was exactly what you wanted it to be. Boom. Couldn't agree more. Yep. 100%. Not only did. Creed 3 not come out, but the Mario movie didn't come out. Half my yeah. stuff didn't come out last <laughs> Did that come out? I don't even know what that is. Uh, I mean, it looks like, uh, like a dynasty league, like a fantasy, like do his picks carry over? Like, are we not allowed to pick those? I don't even know what Kyle's Studio 666 is. You know what? It was yeah. crazy. <laughs> what is that? Did you? I needed something extra, all right? Okay. Well, not to tip our hand, but it might be uh, better suited for a new category mm -hmm. that we have this year. Mm. Uh, just, to, just to preview that. But, uh, just uh, you know, just quickly, kind of like looking at everybody's thing. Uh, is which movie that you drafted are you the most proud of, uh, John? Unfortunately for you, you're kind of you have less uh, movies to pick from. Uh, but let's start with you, Nick. Which movie that you drafted last year of your movies are you most proud of? Dude, I'm literally trying to get to it right now so I can see because I didn't have it up. Well, you had Elvis, Thor, Love and Thunder, uh, Jackass, Forever, and Avatar Two. I'm gonna say. Jackass forever. I'm standing by it. Yeah. Standing by it. John, John, what about you? I mean, the only movie that's left is Batman for me, but that's a solid <laughs> choice. So. <laughs> that's really good good. John, that was John's first round pick. It went fifth overall and made it all the way to yeah. pick number five. Uh, pick before it were uh, Elvis, The Norseman, Nope, and uh, Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent went in one. And you know what? And I have to say, I think mine is the best first round pick of all. Incorrect. Of all you at number six. Like clearly number one, I stand by it. Uh, <laughs> ma massive weight of unbearable talent. Uh, Nicholas Cage. Amazing movie. 10 out of 10. Unbearable weight of massive talent. You had the yeah, adjectives yeah. flipped over. I think it changes the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> that massive uh, weight of Nick Cage. <laughs> I, I think. 
He's huge. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle drafted <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. I'm trying to think, like, Kyle, a, a year ago, what were our thoughts on that movie uh, then versus now? I mean, I think... Uh... I think you, we were all excited about it. I just didn't think, I just don't think we realized how big it would be. Uh, and it really yeah. brought back cinema, I think, this summer. So I, I, I think that's what it really uh, kept it around for so long. But, you know, Avatar 2 just came out of nowhere and just swept house, yeah. right? Who just thought? Who had started it even come out? <laughs> I still am not convinced that it's real, guys. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> no, I'm holding on to it. It's fine. You, you saw the, do you yeah. see the first one just, yet? No, still haven't. I was going to say, you're pretty much, if you've seen one, you see them all at this point. I'm it, yeah. I am fully in my third different decade of not seeing an Avatar movie, though. Wow. Think of when it. was the last time you played like a really crazy video game? Oh, man. Probably at Best Buy when they had the. All right. Well, oh, guess so what? Fun. Play a video game now. It's pretty much Avatar, baby. Okay. All right. That's what it looks like. A really good CGI. I know. Uh, I don't know if I can do the the 3D in, in IMAX. Uh, Dave, uh, uh, go, going through your picks, what, what which one was your favorite? Well, I'm going to be honest. Uh, hell, I saw one of the four, so I'm going to have to go with Nope. Wow. <laughs> okay, I'm assuming that's the one you saw. That was the one, that was the one I saw. <laughs> you, really? You didn't. Wait, what was I going to see? What Bullet Train is Bullet Train uh, rocks. On the, it's on my list to see. Bullet Train is good. I haven't, you know... Bros, I think, was in and out of theaters in like two weeks. Babylon, yeah. I think, was pretty much they had one showing, I feel like, with that box office return. And I'm excited to see it at some point when I have three and a half hours to kill. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I did not know it's that long. Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, I was mad you took that, Dave, mm-hmm. going back on it. Uh, you, you took it at pick number 14 overall. Uh, Right ahead of me, I had to pivot to uh, Ticket to Paradise. Yeah. Honestly, it's a toss-up which made more <laughs> yeah. at the box office. Hey, Ticket to Paradise, not awful. Not awful. Yeah. Not awful. I think, yeah, that, that yeah. whole row. I mean, yeah, uh, Morbius was right before mine, and I think it made the same amount as Babylon over with no the, no the two re-releases of Morbius. <laughs> the re-release. did they re-release they re-released. Yeah, not enough. They didn't re-release it enough. That was the that was my favorite story of last year. How they re-released it. The fans are pleading. They want more Morbius. Yeah, it's Morbin like, time. And then it, they released it, and it was like, like even a smaller amount. It was like five dollars per theater. It was like it was My favorite thing is Morbin time. My favorite position was, what was it? I think you guys would know better than me. Uh, we were all busy that weekend. Please read the least. <laughs> <We wish Yes. laughs> so good. Heck I yeah. that sometimes. Yeah, when Reddit uh, can just absolutely bully a studio into re-releasing it. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Mark, did you have a favorite? I'm going to assume it's Unbearable Way to Mass Town. Well, yeah. I mean, the other ones, um, Shotgun Wedding didn't release. Uh, After Party was good. Uh, not great. It's like I enjoyed it, but the TV show. Yeah, the TV show. It was more of a time killer. Um, Black Adam was fine. Um, again, kind of like ambulance, like as advertised. Like, all right, the Rock's going to show up and beat people up. Got it done. Um, right. Yeah, I mean, and Morbius, my joke pick. I, mean, I did laugh at it, but I'm never going to watch that again. It is Morbin <laughs> time, but like that—that's what I got out of it. I'm, I'm glad we've come to our senses about Morbius. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's a meme. All right, so, so for the uh, for and just to round it off for me, I it's a toss up between X and the Northman. I'm going to pick the Northman uh, for me. I'm proud of that pick. It, it ended up being a pretty good movie, mm-hmm. uh, not as great as I thought, but still really, really, really. Exciting. Yeah, especially 
at that point in time too is before this is pre top gun maverick um it was like around easter mm-hmm. so Solid. this year our most anticipated movies and uh tv show slash miniseries of 2023 the rules are pretty simple uh this year i'm taking away any kind of uh restrictions on the release release date if you can find somewhere on the internet that says that this movie is coming out in 2023 congratulations it qualifies uh any source um could be Wikipedia, Ask Jeeves, your friend down the street, doesn't matter. Uh, the categories are one drama, one action slash horror movie, one blockbuster, you know, any kind of, you know, bigger kind of movie, like over $70 million budget, one wild card, and then one TV show slash miniseries. Um, one thing left to decide is the draft order, guys. So uh, we're going to do a randomizer right now. Um, so I'm stalling for time. Uh, quickly, while I do that, Dual redundancy. What do we have coming up tomorrow? Well, by the time this airs, it'll be in the past, but Tuesday night on Twitch, what do you guys have going on? So we got two sides of the coin. Uh, we're going to do Oscar nomination reactions. The Oscar nominations come out tomorrow morning. So uh, Tuesday night, we're going to be breaking them all down, seeing what was leading, what got snubbed. And then, yeah, the complete opposite end of the spectrum, that 90s show the series premiere, John is very excited to talk about the spinoff of that 70s show. <laughs> yeah. You want to hear a rant? <laughs> you know, we'll save it for tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Um, has that night, wait, that night show has come out? It's come out. It's, it's yeah. number one. Yeah, it just came out. Supposedly on the Netflix top 10 list. So now we know how they divulge all their info so we can uh, fact check it. Yeah. One of my favorite new segments you guys have added is uh, What the Q. Um, and, and the sound effect. I love the sound effects, John. Well timed, everything. But uh, I because just hearing you guys list them off, you're just like, who is this real? Like, am I getting yeah. filmed here? Is this a simulation? Why is uh, Love Island number three for the sixth week in a row? Dude, people love Love Island. Dude. They do. They really do. It's no joke. And then you look at their uh, their top ten movies, and like eight of the ten are just like. 90s early 2000 films that they had nothing to do with meanwhile like the ones that they're spending 200 million dollars a week you know making for netflix are like already out of the top 10 it's like oh yeah white noise just yeah i still haven't seen it yeah, i don't know yeah. what noise is about and i've seen like every trailer they have for it yeah. i, it I looks like movie, i'm not exactly sure what it's what it's about <laughs> it's still working on it. that was my favorite review uh because I was like, oh, is this going to get spoiled? And and no, I, I, I couldn't like, spoil it uh, because I didn't know what it was. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> but you said that there was an incredible scene. All right. Yeah. So we'll, 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 we'll go. All right. Here it is. So this is what I put in. Here we go. I'm randomizing it. Medical order, but okay. I put it. I oh, no. Oh, oh, right. Okay. Oh, my so, God. The draft order and it's snake style. So, uh, oh, God. So, you know, one to six, then six to one. Uh, it's going to go uh, Dave Allen, Nick Boyle, Kyle Bridger, Mark DeSisto, John Berwick, Nick Rojas. That's the draft order. <clears throat> All right. Is everyone ready? The draft? Are we ready to do this thing? Mm, yeah, I think so. About as ready as I can be. All right. Okay. I love that. All right, Dave. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm a little worried here just because uh, like, there's a, I, I can go any category I want, right? That's right. And I, there's a couple that I could, oh, this could be this, that could be that. Like, I have to play the game here, which ones is, yeah. is uh, so I I would, I, I can't let this one slide by because 
every year on our our on our podcast, we end the year with saying like, what are we looking forward to next year? Like, what movie or television show? And for the last two or three years, I have said this film because the release date keeps get pushed and pushed and pushed. And I think this year we might finally get it. So I will say for Blockbuster, I'm going with Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Yeah. <laughs> so, great pick. Yeah. Great, great 1-1. One, one. I think this is going to be, I mean, we saw how well Top Gun, you know, Maverick was this year. Box office wise, uh, just critic wise. I think this one, they've been spending so much time on this. We saw that little like vignette behind the scenes trailer that they released before. Top Gun Maverick of that stunt they did off the motorcycle ramp thing and off the cliff. Like this thing's going to be, I think, crazy to see on the big screen. So I'm very excited for it. I can't wait as long as Movie Pass doesn't uh, crap out and not allow me to see the uh, movie this time around. So absolutely. Remember that, Boyle? Which one? I'm looking at my pick. <laughs> All right. Never mind. Moving on. Dave, Dave great, great pick. Uh, all right. I knew that was going to go early. All right, number two in the draft, Nick Boyle. All right, so does he does he have to stick with block, block, Blockbuster? He no. can do whatever. He can do whatever. Okay, okay. cool. All right, <clears throat> good. Um, I'm actually going to go with my drama right away mm. um, because I have so many favorites in the other categories, and this was kind of the one that I was like, eh, I'm not sure. So I'm going to take right away 2023 release of Killers of the Flower Moon. Uh, it's a crime drama that's coming out with Leonardo DiCaprio, Brendan Fraser, uh, Lily Gladstone, Robert De Niro, Jesse Plemons, la, la, la. It's a Scorsese film, and I'm very excited just from the hype of it and the cast, and that's really all I'm going to say about it. I, I don't, you know, it says, you know, something about it's based upon the book and the murders and the birth of the FBI, so... I'm going to try to stay away from like trailers and things of this. Like there's some movies I really just want to be blind. And this is one that I think I just love from what I hear and see on the outside. And I'm going to keep it that way until I go in. But I just wanted to get that one off the right off because this seemed like a hard category for me to do this year. So that's it. So mad. I read the book. I I did the homework for this movie. And boy, I was just took it. <laughs> I'm mad. Should have made a list. I completely <laughs> forgot about this film. This would be on my list. It wasn't, I don't think, on my source that I did, the Wikipedia list, because I don't think it has a specific date yet. It is projected for 2023, but like I was off of that list and I wasn't thinking of that. Even though I listened to a podcast like a week or two ago that mentioned this and was picked in a 2023 draft. Yeah. But it did remind me of another one that I just put on my drama list. So... Mm. We'll see. We'll see. It says right now, possibly May. That's like what it says, but there's nothing on Wiki or um, uh, for showing for this movie. So it could get pushed. I could lose this one, but it, the closest we got to any kind of uh, officialness of it, that's not a word, is the Timothy Chalamet commercial that has it in the commercial mm-hmm. on the Apple TV app. I saw somewhere say, like, well, clearly after a long theatrical run, it's going to be on Apple streaming. Um, what's no, I don't think that's going to be the case, but do we think it's going to be a knives out situation with Netflix? Like what? Oh, it says distributed by Apple TV plus and Paramount pictures on Wikipedia. I think it's an Apple TV plus film and I'm sure they're going to want to do a theatrical release of some source for awards, for for 
you know, Scorsese, like Leo to be, you know, good with mm-hmm. talent and stuff. But I'm excited for it. I don't know how well adult dramas do at the box office these days, especially a Western, uh, you know. Especially the subject matter, too. If, you, yeah. if you've read about what this movie is about, it's a bummer. It's a real bummer, <laughs> uh, just to put it lightly. Um, yeah. But you're right. I, mean, I think our closest comp for that is uh, The Irishman. Yeah, Irishman. I mean, mm. Power of the Never Dog. Never saw it. I see what Power of the Dog. Ew. <laughs> I think that's the closest, <laughs> most recent Western with uh, Jesse Plemons that we got. So <laughs> I was so bored for so long. It's just like, is something going to happen? Please. Don't make me do it again. <laughs> so I might lose this one because it does say. No, I'm the booth. No. Well, I'm just saying. No, I mean, I mean, like, it might have to carry over till next year. Meaning that it does say that in May they actually have to refilm a couple additional scenes. And then it's saying that it's expected to make its premiere at the film festival in 2023. Mm. Which film festival? It doesn't say. I've been hearing, I've been hearing Cannes, which would be in May. I've been hearing so. the film festival. <laughs> Not the, it, the, the Cannes film or festival. God. God. All I know is it's not Canes. That's that's the one I know it's that's not. Right. Not Canes, official. Oh, man. Kyle, you're number three. Yeah, for number three, I'm going Blockbuster. I love this director. It's in the middle of the summer. I'm excited for it. We're going to go with Oppenheimer. I Ooh. love Killian Murphy. Uh, I love Christopher Nolan. Uh, even when he does stuff that I'm like, what is going on? Like Tenet. Um, but I still love everything he does and, uh, production value is always going to be there. Um, and I'm interested to see what he can do with this. Uh, so that was really my thinking here. I mean, there's some other movies, but I gotta be honest. I'm really, uh, most excited about this cause I've seen, uh, I think the most about it. So that's, good that's my thinking. I do like how. When the subject matter came out, Kyle, everyone made the same joke uh, that Christopher Nolan was going to set off a bomb, and then, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When that news came out, I was like, nah, like, yeah. really? He actually did the thing. He did the he thing. Did. He did. That it. must have been so. He, that's a lot of phone calls. That's a lot of people that you're calling it a paper too. Yeah, the guy like, really got to do this. Like, uh, or it's the it's just, not the ask for permission, ask for forgiveness kind of thing, where it's like, I <laughs> <laughs> didn't get that email. Close, that <laughs> but I'm pretty so, sure that's yeah. like jail time. He can in- incept his way out of that, you know. <laughs> so I did a thing. <laughs> this cast list is the craziest cast I've ever seen ever. Like, I don't know if you, like, you want me to run through it? We're going to get like, it. I could run through it now yeah. and be done at nine o'clock. But obviously, Murphy, as he said, but Emily Blunt, Matt Damon, Robert Downey Jr., Florence Pugh, Rami Malik, Benny Safdie, uh, let's see, Kenneth Branagh, um, David Crumholds, Eldon, uh, Eldon Ironrick, uh, mm-hmm. Jack Quaid, uh, Josh Pack. I mean, it's like, you know, you could keep going and going. Uh, yeah. I need the bomb to go off and Josh Peck to go hug me brother <laughs> just give me it give me, give me what I want please um, that was the dumbest hopefully the dumbest joke that gets made today but I, I love the pick Kyle uh, Oppenheimer can't wait um, Mark pick number four I'm a little conflicted uh, but I think you know I'm I'm gonna go with my 
horror it was it horror action was that was that how we kind of yeah. split it up yeah i am very excited for this movie um knock at the cabin mm. Mm. every review that i've read or seen so far is uh dave batista former world heavyweight champion amazing performance they say like he's really doing his acting chops and the first trailer i'm like all right i'm interested the second trailer this is giving me um just very like it, it feels like m night Shyamalan is back um yeah, yeah it's very similar to um killing of a sacred deer where something cryptic it says and like all right like this guy's just crazy nothing's really gonna happen but then events start taking place and like all right like this might be real i really think that like this is gonna just be everything that's supposed to be with the hype i'm very excited for this so my number one pick knock at the cabin yeah and i i think the big caveat here is is this m night Shyamalan when he's on or is this m night Shyamalan swinging for the fences like, and totally missing is he gonna blow it in the fourth quarter <laughs> i don't know it, yeah. it's like it, because the trend's like obviously like he doesn't know how to wrap it up. He doesn't know how to put a bow on it. Yeah, this one just kind of seems like an. I feel like he's got it. Uh, something this M Night Shyamalan does have is he makes you intrigued with every movie he makes. The trailers are always like, "Hey, what's oh, going on here?" Old hated it, but yeah. trailer had me. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, we'll see. And this is high risk, high reward with this pick yeah. here. But I, I'm, I'm really, I'm really interested in this one too. Yeah, that, that I, that's my pick. I mean, it looks it's creepy. It it just it just seems like mayhem is going to happen with this. And usually, his deal is that last second twist. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this one is more straight up. But I, like, I'm going to be on my toes. I'm going to be on the edge of my seat. Where's the twist coming? Mm-hmm. Maybe it doesn't happen. Maybe there's no twist this time, and that's the mm-hmm. twist. Who knows? We'll see. I love it. I actually, I don't love it, but I just like saying I love it after the <laughs> I saw the trailer before Megan and uh, I just gave a thumbs down like that. Uh, oh, no, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. Number one, put it in. Make sure it's a good pick of Batista, too. <laughs> love Batista. John, you're up for your first round pick. All right. I'm going to go with Blockbuster. Um, I think this has some potential considering the last one was pretty good. I'm going to go with Dune 2. Mm. Um, it's been a, hopefully, uh, you know, continue the the momentum it had, and you know, let's dive a little bit deeper into into the spice trading and all that, and let's let's see what down that you know worm sandworm hole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I gotta like say, a... I I love the first Dune. I watched yeah. it a few times. I liked it a lot. Yeah, but, I need to rewatch it now. Don't they keep adding people to this cast? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, they're just probably. They're, yeah, it's like people keep calling. Like, can I be in doing? They're like, yeah, sure, come on. <laughs> well, I think it's, it's gonna be like Ed Sheeran, well, Ed Sheeran in Game of Thrones. We have uh, by Austin Butler in in uh, Dune Part Two here, and I'm really curious if because uh, this Elvis voice is ingrained in his DNA. So, are we gonna have Elvis out there in the, <laughs> the Dune sand pits? Do you see the tweet today that says, "Make Austin Butler do the Gilbert Gottfried biopics"? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, yeah no i can't wait for this i can't wait for doing part two I'm, honestly i i don't know if you if I, if you guys are in the same boat but as soon as it the movie ended i was like 
man, I can't, I can't wait. Yeah. I wanted to ask though, is, is June part two, is that it? Or is there going to be a part three? Well, the book, the books, there's a, there's like seven or eight books in the mainline story. Uh-oh. Uh, and, and I don't know if anybody else has, has read them, but the second book is much shorter than the first book. And I, and maybe they could turn that into a movie, but I mean, John, that it, at this point, I think the movies would be diminishing returns based off the the books. The books, yeah. I'm hoping we don't get a an Avatar situation where they're like, oh yeah, we'll make twelve. We'll yeah. we'll, we'll make new material. I I I think they should distill it down to what makes the most the best second movie and call it a day. You know. And when you have someone like Denny Villeneuve at the helm here, it's he wants quality. He's not going to just yeah do a paycheck. I think and make like six of these. Uh, and I think what if these things keep doing well is they're going to do the HBO Max shows. I think they're doing like the Sisterhood, I believe, is like a spinoff series that they're going to do. We'll see if they, you know, go through with that plan as we know with HBO Max. But, you know, I think that's the plan is uh, to, to spin off into different movies and TV shows. Because you got to just just bleed it dry of all the IP. Just take everything you can. Mm-hmm. And- well, we'll see. Well, that was a great pick. All right. So I go back to back here and I'm going to start off with uh, my blockbuster for my first uh, round pick. And that's going to be Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Mm. I, I almost picked a, that. This is a nostalgia pick for, for sure. For sure. But I will say this, that uh, I am a real big fan of the people behind it. Um, namely, James Mangold, who did Ford vs. Ferrari. Uh, he also did Logan, which I thought was fantastic and one of my favorite comic book adaptations uh, I, I think I've ever seen. Um, so I I trust him. I'm hoping that they've learned their lessons from the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Hopefully my whole family can all get together to see it, honestly, because we just grew up watching those um, movies together. And uh, to get the opportunity to see one last Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones um, performance in, on a big screen, I think I can't pass that up, so... I'm pumped for that. Uh, any thoughts? I'm the same way. Totally. I grew up with it my whole life, like my whole childhood. That's all we watched. And I'm kind of the same way. I, there's the only other thing I want to say about it. I honestly hope he dies like James Bond did. Like, I just want that. That's all I need. Like send him off in such a great way. Just like, he doesn't need a family. He doesn't need that. Die so doing like, something awesome. Has to pick up the fedora at the, yeah. <laughs> the end of the crystal skull. Somebody did, but I don't think that person's around for this uh, fifth movie. Yeah. You know what? Let's just make it Jeremy Renner since he, that's his role in Hollywood to mm-hmm. pretend to be the guy that takes over the mantle and then mm-hmm. just never gets that opportunity. Oh, oh. Went so well with uh, uh, Mission Impossible, yeah. uh, Born. Yeah. I will say I'm excited for this. You know, any Indiana Jones is like a, is just a fun time at the movies. Don't love the title, Dial of Destiny. I don't know. I think it's kind of weak when you have a title like Temple of Doom, you know, The Last Crusade, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Like those are just it's the Dial of Destiny. It's like the stakes are higher with those other titles, like Dial of Destiny. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, like, like a phone dial. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. Or just, I, I picture like a rotary, like, all right, like, yeah. Cool. Well, then yeah, that's well, the whole thing. The dial of time is going to take yeah. forever. Yeah. It's literally about time and time traveling. So who knows? Yeah, there's some uh, cool de aging going on in this um, from the trailer. So, all right, Boy. that's my blockbuster for my wild card pick. Uh, I'm going. I went straight to wild card. Wild card. Wild card. Uh, I think if you've heard me talk about this movie, you know that this should not be a surprise. But I'm taking 
a movie that's coming out on the same day as someone else's pick. I'm going with Barbie. Uh, 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 directed by Greta Gerwig and written by Barbie, sorry, Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling. Um, what a double feature. What a double feature. Is I'm doing be. it. I'm going to do it. I think, could this, could do we it. do a, a do or done and see good, bad, watchable meet up somewhere halfway? Meet up in Connecticut. I will take yeah. the train. I'll right do it. Hard of Manhattan. I'll because, go right Especially there. because I think it's <laughs> I these two. I want to Dolby. I want the best quality day. possible. And I think the week before yeah. is Mission Impossible, I believe. Or at least the week before or the week after. Mission Impossible is like soon after. I so think you're like, right. We, we could do a triple header. And, and it's going to be crazy. <laughs> like, Whoever had to do those IMAX deals, because I'm sure Oppenheimer wants the IMAX screen. I'm sure Mission Impossible wants the IMAX screen. Uh, they'll find the need to Barbie. They know who's yeah. king. Yeah. You're probably only going to have like that time. You're probably going to have a week for one yeah. and then the week for the yeah. next. Because you can't uh, put Oppenheimer on but IMAX. Or maybe they'll they split the to... times. Maybe they'll do show, 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 show or something. I don't know. Mm. Or the, the screen's big enough, you could just put one movie in the other movie. <laughs> <laughs> one handful and one Yeah, what each one? All right. Incredible. Hey, can you, you want to share? <laughs> I've been watching Oppenheimer for the past 30 minutes. Like uh, an airplane. Cast for this great, but really what it comes down to it is I trust Greta Gerwig at this point with mm -hmm. whatever she does. She's earned it for me. I, I'm i the only person in my entire life that loves um, Little Women. I think I'm the only person I know that actually liked that movie. Uh, yeah, I know Boyle. Uh, love Lady Bird. I have not seen Francis Ha, but I just know I'd like it. You know, one of those things. Uh, but I'm pumped. I'm pumped to see this movie. So Barbie, can't wait. That's my wild card. So now we go back to John for his second round pick here. Uh, I'm going to jump to the action horror and hopefully this counts as an action movie. Uh, John Wick 4. Um, another series where it seems like you can't do any wrong. Um, the last three have been great. Um, you know, uh, I don't know what else I could say. I mean, it's the movie I'm looking forward to. It looks it looks pretty badass, and I'm expecting a good time from it. You know, it's rare when a phenomenal pick. Probably, yeah. There there hasn't been a dip in any of the movies. I was no, I was pumped. I wanted this movie so bad, John. <laughs> Sorry, it's all good, man. <laughs> that that I saw in uh that was the first time I ever saw it, it uh, a Dolby screening of a movie and for oh. Parabellum. Oh my god, so amazing! Mm. So I want I I can't wait to see it. The Adobe Theater is incredible. I only saw one movie when I was living in New York, um, A Star is Born. Mm. So it's like the audio and like everything that they have set up, mm. just what an experience. So yeah. if, if you can go to an, uh, an Adobe Theater, I'd say go. It, it was don't call, amazing. They don't call it Dolby with Showcase. They call it X Plus up here uh, with Showcase Theaters or X Play. Or, I always forget. Yeah. And the first movie I saw in that was Morbius. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fantastic sound i could hear the movie suck louder than <laughs> <laughs> the, the um the what was it the uh matt smith like see him dancing that was oh, just been perfect they just they just closed like, a uh, regal uh, union square location in the city yeah. and they had a 4dx screen which i never got to do but man see Morbius, I think, in 4DX should it would have been a bucket list thing, but that, that's what he said. Did on the top, yeah. <laughs> Dave. Speaking of, I did 4D for uh, uh -oh. Avengers Endgame, and it was amazing. See, I always worry that like on those, there's like too much of the because uh, they jostle the seats, like you're at like a theme park, mm -hmm. right? So I feel like after yeah, like 
20 minutes of that and you're stuck with it for three hours, it would be like seasick. I'll be honest. I thought that too. I was a little like, how's this going to work? Whoever does that did a beautiful job. Okay. Like, do you remember when they were up in space and in the ship, like with Iron Man and stuff in the beginning? They, the way the seat moved honestly made you feel like you were floating in space. It was like real, like very slow and stuff the way they made it. Ours um, would not have been like technically there. It would have been like falling apart. Your feet would be stuck to the sticky floor. There'd be a, a mouse probably going across the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably not. Is, is that driven by the um, LFE channel in the mix or is that a separate like thing that they make for those for those rumbles and stuff? You know, I yeah, I wonder. I just it's do it just like a person it, behind the chair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be like the chair looked completely different. It looked like a giant massage chair you'd see at the mall. And then you literally like because your legs would massage like at certain parts, the you'd get sprayed water. And actually, what, so must when Thor did yeah. his, um, yeah, when Thor did like the hammer, the entire up above, like where the lights are, flickered lightning. Like it was crazy. Oh, cool. Like it was honestly wild. It was a cool experience. I'm just picturing like somebody that was paid to like do, <laughs> like kick the sea, or yeah. like there's wind blowing and they're just so it's blowing in my face. Oh, and like wow, oh, it's right, right in your ear, just just right, right in your ear. <laughs> Shaking your head with a Disney party. Yeah. <laughs> a little spray bottle. <laughs> oh, man. Mark's looking intense. I'm, I'm curious yeah. of what he's picking next year. Hey, this, he we're a, looking at a man. Uh, it's, it's, it's tough. I've been thinking That's about because so they're they're movies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we got, I got they're quite a few ones. I'm, I'm hoping they get to me that I can pick two in a me row. Too. Mark, if you don't take one of these movies that I'm looking at right now, I, I've lost faith in who you are as a person. Sure that I get like the movies that I actually want to see. And that's what's tough. Is there blockbuster? Yeah, yeah. We can do blockbuster because I feel like mm -hmm. these are flying off the shelf right now. Uh, and I hope this counts. But um, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Hmm. I feel like that movie is going to rule. We loved uh, us, and by we, I mean the Good Bad Watchable Boys. We all went together to go see that. Uh, pretty sure it was nines across the board from our ratings. Uh, loved that movie. Loved the animation style. Loved the story behind it. Uh, and I feel like they're really going to go all out with this next one. The cast seems great. Storyline seems great. Um, definitely gonna put up some numbers at the box office. Is this Spider Man? Who doesn't like Spider Man? And then they're gonna give you like hundreds of. Them. Uh, I think it's gonna be creative. I think it's gonna be a good mix of uh, dramatics, uh, emotional tension, uh, with a little bit of comedy to lighten things up. Uh, I'm excited for it. I've seen it, and just like the way that the story is set up, I think this movie is going to rule. I'm real bummed you, you took this one. I was hoping this could get back around, especially because I feel like we've really just focused on blockbusters so far tonight. I'm like, well, that's a blockbuster film. I mean, maybe you could get it as a wild card, but like it wouldn't fit in any other categories. Maybe mm. it'll get to me. But uh, what does also that say that we took all blockbusters so far when I feel like that's pretty much all the movies that are out anyways at theaters? I mean, there's yeah. so many other ones that we could right. be talking about. But we went with that, even though there's other categories where there's like slim pickings. Yeah. Like 
I really wanted to take a comedy and Boyle talked us out of it. And I was like, you're, you're taking me, taking this year's ticket to paradise away from me. Like, <laughs> I really want a terrible, like, Peacock original movie that I could draft here. Could have done a streaming pick, streaming movie pick only. Could have done that. You knew, I mean, you knew I wasn't going to do <laughs> You were going to boycott, not even do a choice, so. Yeah, you're right. I was going to leave one You blank. could do a miniseries. Oh. It's actually an eight-hour movie. Oh, like, oh, oh yeah. Way. AKA uh, Dahmer. <laughs> Monster. Oh, Jeffrey Dahmer story. I Listen full to title where you had to make sure you said it the full title. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's good. Kyle, your pick for the second round. So uh, as I was cramming for this test um, earlier, uh, you'll have to tell me if this is either, I want to put it in my drama category, but you can tell me, I don't know much about it. All I know is it's Ari Aster, A24, Joaquin Phoenix, and it looks, I watched 10 seconds of the trailer and said, I'm done, I'm in. No, I, you don't need to show me anything else. The movie is called Bo is Afraid. F you. And I was yeah. <laughs> I was going to go with drama for that. that. One F you, man. Yeah. It looks really, really good. That's why I took my drama early, boys. That's why I took it early. Because that's the only other good one I saw. Yeah. Great pick, Kyle. Yeah, I'm assuming you've seen his other movies. Oh, uh, yes. Yep, yep. Yeah. Bob, We're talking Hereditary, right? Yeah. And um, Midsommar. Midsommar. Yep. Yeah, I love okay. both those, man. I'm, I'm really excited for this. I love Midsommar. I mean, I love Hereditary too, but I really was into Midsommar. And I think he's just, he's on fire, this guy. And the original title for this was Disappointment Boulevard. Uh, and Bo was afraid. None of these titles <laughs> give me any idea what this film is about. I see the poster. Yeah. I'm thinking some kind of like, this is him like he's all these different ages i don't know if it's a benjamin yeah. button thing i haven't watched the trailer i don't know but like it's gonna get weird and i'm ready for it yeah it seems like there might be some kind of curse but at the first 10 seconds it gets it's very horror like and then it changes tone and i was like i don't want to watch anymore because i kind of want to go in uh not knowing anything uh but it was enough to be like man this looks really good and Joaquin Phoenix is great. So yeah, every yeah, he's yeah, phenomenal. He snails. Oh man, that's a great pick. I was so excited about that. And now makes the search for a drama that much harder. Thank you. Yeah, and that was my other thing is like I don't know. I have my drama. No, I don't know any, <laughs> many other dramas. Yeah. So I know no one's going to pick some... the drama I have. There's going to be some creative wedging going. Yeah, <laughs> I have a list of dramas. I don't. Outside of maybe two or three, I don't really want them too much as like a, a, a outside of a joke, I might say. But like, uh, I'm just hoping I just need to get through one more and then I hopefully can get two in a row here. So, Nick, come on. Hey, you ready? Yeah, we're ready. So my pick is Blockbuster and it's all about family. Fast X, baby. Let's go. Whoa. May 19th. <laughs> family. 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 What could they possibly do family. to top these? Because then they already go to they space. They already went to space. They, I, they to space. went to space. Are they going to go with yeah. a Quantumanium or whatever? It says that like Jason Statham backs at like, but the, the uh, villain is actually Jason Momoa, hmm. which is very interesting. Of course. So, yep. So that's my pick. I got no, I honestly... 
it was my backup. I like I said, I was gonna go with what John did. Um but fast X, I was just like, this was like way bottom of the list. Like, you know, I you gotta have one back there. So that's it. Fingers crossed. This is the Fast and Furious uh Jurassic Park crossover that they've been teasing us for years. <laughs> only you could only never That'd be incredible. I mean, can me Tyrese driving away from a T Rex? You wouldn't want to see that? Oh, come on. Who would? That'd be incredible. Tyrese makes the movies. Let's be real. He's gonna be like, I want to go prehistoric on yeah. the like, Come on, like that's, that's the jokes. <laughs> I can't. I can't wait for that movie. <laughs> they went to space in the last one. Like, what can't they do? Like, I don't know. They can, I can't wait. Great pick, Boyle. You're up again, though. Oh, no, I'm up. No, Dave's got to go. Oh, man. Oh, don't get rolling oh, oh, the Fast and the Furious uh, versus Godzilla. Give me it. I need it. Oh. <laughs> so, I'm bummed because I was going to try to go with Bo is Afraid and then this other film, double, you know, back to back, but I just missed it. So I'll do this one here. I'm going to put it in action thriller horror. Or, uh, I think I could do it. Hopefully, you'll let me do it. The, this is a neo noir action thriller film, according to Wikipedia. And it's directed by one of the greats, one of my favorites, David Fincher. And it's The Killer. Uh, oh. So that. Yeah, Michael Fassbender mm-hmm. as the titular killer. Uh, it's uh, it's going to be a Netflix film. Uh, Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross is back, obviously doing mm. the score. And yeah, just, just having David Fincher behind the camera. Yeah. That's all I need. Any David Fincher film, I'm in. So that's it. Enough. That's it for me. Yeah. Wow. I really, Hard to argue. After, after I watched the movie The Game uh, a year or two ago, I realized that David Fincher might be, like, percentage-wise, my favorite director. Mm-hmm. He's like, so good. So good. Consistently so good. And uh, I showed my parents the movie The Game for the first time over Christmas break, and they were so mad at the end, and they're like, oh, come on. And then I'm like, well, you know who directed it? Fincher. They're like, yeah. I'm like, Go on his letterbox. And they were like looking like, oh my God, I love all his movies. And then they're like, okay, wait, what's this movie coming out? Killers? So <laughs> they're they're jacked up for that. Um, damn, that's a great pick. I, mm. Um, all right. Okay. So until you get one more. Right, again. Again. So yeah, I was gonna go Bo is afraid, but I can't do that. So I'm gonna now go into drama. And I actually keep have, saying it. You can't do it. it. You can't do it. We have about like <laughs> three or four like like biodramas that I would kind of want to talk about at the end because some of them are like wild concepts, but I'll save those as like honorable mentions if we have time at the end. I will instead go with uh, this drama. It's a family drama according to IMDb. It's from the mind of Sam Esmail, written, directed, and produced by him. It's based on a novel and it's about a family vacation on Long Island is interrupted by two strangers bearing news of a mysterious blackout. As the threat grows more intimate, both families must decide how best to survive the potential crisis, all gripping with their own place in this collapsing world. It's called Leave the World Behind. Stars Julia Roberts, Mahershala Ali, Ethan Hawke, and Kevin Bacon. Okay. Wow. All right. This is the first I'm hearing. Of same. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I. It was a last minute find. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm looking at my list here. Same as mail. Okay. Hang on. Let me click on this. <laughs> yeah. and then... All right. So yeah, obviously. I enjoyed Mr. Robot. Um, I I always love when he comes on. Uh, he comes on like a podcast. I know Nick and I listen to uh, The Big Picture and also The Watch a, a bunch too, talking about movies and TV. Such an interesting mind. So I'm really curious what this like 
psychological thriller drama is going to bring. So, but yeah, absolutely. Man, all right. You know, we're educating people today on on today's episode. So we're educating ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I think we are. Um, Boyle, you're up again. All right. Well, I was deciding which order I'm going to do this in. I'm going to do my wild card and then come back at the end. So my wild card pick for this year, gentlemen, is going to be probably one of the most talked about movies right now for different reasons than Blockbuster. And I think it's because if you're not going to the movies for a Blockbuster, you go to the movies for something original that you just are like, what? This is going to be wild, right? Like, so people, you, you know, the, what I think Super Mario, the movie. Nope. And people <laughs> loved Megan. So it kind of goes that I think this is going to be fun, stupid, and I'll b- turn your brain off. Enjoy yourself. Cocaine bear, baby. That is my wild card pick, boys. I just think, like, and that was debating. I was debating between uh, that and, like, my last pick, and I was like, if Boyle takes it from me, you know, it'll be so mad. It was this and one other, man. And, like, yeah, I just. Whatever. You're dead to me, but great pick. We just need like original movies for this one. It's not a giant blockbuster. Like it's, Dave, it's you were talking about a true story, and it's based on a true story. But Dave, you were talking even just about like you know the weeks right in the summer. I looked it up real quick for when I had this moment. Like next summer, we have basically Fast X. Right after that, Spider Verse. Right after that, um, The Flash. Right after that, is it Indiana? <laughs> it says right after that, Indiana Jones. Mission Impossible, Barbie, Oppenheimer, Marvels, um, Oppenheimer, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, with Gran Turismo. It's like boom, boom, boom. Gran Turismo. Yeah, dude, they're making a Gran Turismo movie. So, yeah. So I think this is just one of those ones we don't have to. This is gonna be fun. We're just gonna go and enjoy ourselves. This is gonna be fun. <laughs> uh, don't worry, Mark. There is another film on this list. If you want a killer bear, there's another one that you could. <laughs> 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 Do it. Uh, Wait, is it is it my go or Mark's go? It's your turn. Carl. Oh, no. Okay. Well, I wanted to get this one in before Mark because I imagine <laughs> I'm getting killed you might have here. chosen this one. Um, and I think it goes along with our action horror, but this is more comedy horror. Uh, and I am going to go with... A movie called Renfield uh, with I, Nicholas Holt. I saw that, and that's a Mark pick. And, and it's a Mark pick. Yeah, Nicholas <laughs> I just felt like it It, cho- it worked with our category. Guys. I saw it. It looks very, very interesting and unique. So, uh, so <laughs> I'm so glad to do that to you. <laughs> Sorry. I had to. It fit the category, I and it saw, looked interesting. I, we have good taste. That's all that means. We're on the same page here. Um, <laughs> those, those are literally my next two. Like, you're my buddy. Oh, no. Okay, Mary Ryan Field. I'm not happy right now. Um, hey, man. Hey, it happened. Now, did you watch the trailer for that, I assume? For Renfield, I saw, honestly, dude, I was like cramming for, you know, the SATs here. It was really, but, um, but trailers I saw hilarious. a little bit of it. Yeah, I saw a little bit. I like good. watching trailers, but it played before Megan, and uh, it looks fun. It looks yeah. like a fun movie. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm excited to see that one. 
Damn. All right, Mark. Your pick, man. All right. Um, handle adversity. And sometimes stuff happens. <laughs> but, um, two play wild card might be the theme right now. Um, but I'm going to go drama. And I'm going to go with Creed 3. I think mm. Creed 3 just looks fantastic. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Rocky movies, uh, 1 through 4. Love the storyline, like all that. And I, When it comes to the Creed franchise, uh, it really seems like Michael B. Jordan puts everything he has into these movies. And the story... Um, I, it, it's something I can get behind. It's, uh, you know, childhood friends. They go in, in completely different directions. And then, like, their paths are crossing again. Someone feels wrong. They, they feel like they're old, something. And then you have your uh, champion fighter, like, maybe getting a little complacent. How are they going to handle that? I've, every trailer I've seen, all the actors involved. It, I mean, it looks great. I'm pretty excited for this, and I'm a sucker for all these fighting movies. So Creed Three, uh, I'm going to take from my drama. What a year Jonathan Majors is going to have! Like, obviously he's already popular, but like between this and uh, Ant Man, Quantumanium, and I guess the other 800 Marvel movies he's going to be in after that, playing <laughs> this new villain, he's going to be huge. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe you guys know. I'm out of the loop on these. Uh, well, I mean, I, I love the the these type of movies, as as Mark was saying. But is there some beef between Stallone now and the Creed three? Because I know he's not in this one. And I'm looking at this headline here. He says Stallone explains why he'll never watch Creed three. And I don't have time to read the whole article here. I mean, was he kicked out of his own franchise? Like what happened that's, here? That's like the first I'm hearing of it. Um. But I, I guess like the storyline is just completely devoid of anything rocky. Like this is all this is all like Creed. Mm. Like it, it has nothing to do with Rocky Balboa, any of that like storyline, based on what I've seen and read. Uh, so Which, I'm I'm looking up characters wrote, that he wrote. Yeah, it looks like in this in a recent interview on SiriusXM, Stallone said uh, he's had a rough emotional ride in choosing to cut ties with the franchise he created. But he, that he refuses to support any new Creed movies as long as the producer Iron Winkler is still involved. You can't make peace with someone who's been so nefarious, in my opinion, he said. And Stallone said, has told the story many times how he has zero ownership, actually, of the Rocky uh, franchise. He sold the that rights, which was back in 76. So, that I did see. So, like, there's, like, a big beef with that and, like, how he'll never own the rights to anything Rocky. So obviously, like that'll be a point of contention. Mm. But for him to just completely boycott like Creed Three, I mean, I guess I can see that because the storyline seems to just completely ignore anything uh, Rocky. Yeah. So this is uh, Michael B. Jordan's directing debut, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we saw the trailer. He was. Uh, yeah, I think so. They did a special trailer before. What was it? avatar that we saw that it's like how yeah. about the power of the movies gotta go to yeah. the movies heartbreak mm-hmm. feels good here and you can pair up with nicole kidman and give us another 30 minute ad spree there 
Um, all right. I can't wait to see that. Congrats to Creed three for being the, uh, joining the two timers, uh, club in the gym yeah. with, uh, Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse as well. That's a prestigious. Club. I know John's going to be picking another, uh, one from his last list last year. Yeah. John, you're to be honest. Is that going to be true? I was going to choose Creed 3. It was going to be my pick right now. So I'm, I'm sorry. Really I know that just on a mission. Well, Keenan Tames me like that. Yahoo! No. I think I'm going to pull out my wild card here while I rethink a drama. Um, I'm going to choose something a little weird, and hopefully it pays off. Uh, I have been thinking about that Wonka movie, and I'm mm. hoping that it's something interesting. So, uh, I, I think the framework is there to do something cool. Uh, they can, you know, use some source material, make up some stuff, and and uh, hopefully it's interesting. I, I don't know. We'll have to see. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I'm definitely I'm curious about this too. one. Uh. Because it, it's by the Paddington guys, right? And Paddington was, you know, that's a classic. Paddington. Film. That's a good one. And I'm curious how a prequel is going to work, though, especially with, you know, what we know of, you know, how he formed his factory and got his workers. It's like, okay, what are, what is, how are we going to do this year in 2023? But, uh, well, we'll see. Keegan Michael Key is in it. I'm looking at Olivia Coleman. I mean, it's a good cast. I just need my guy Mike TV to somehow show <laughs> yeah. up, but if it's yeah. a prequel, he's not alive. So this is and the grandfather of Mike that, TV, yeah. Mike maybe, maybe Radio. Be a prequel framed from scenes like from the the current, so you see a little bit from the current, and then you see some from the past. Who knows? I'm thinking it's going to be like a walk hard situation <laughs> where you got uh, Wonka. Well, yeah, isn't it like a musical? Out to meet the kids. It is a musical, I think, too. So I'm really curious. Yeah, but. That is a wild card pick, John. That because that movie, the, shake it up. Like the the gap of it being good or just an absolute train wreck. Oh. Like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. there's no in between. It's one oh, or the other. Yeah, <laughs> I'm hoping it's good. Uh, all right, this is this is getting tough, guys. Um, all right, I'm gonna go action first. I'm gonna take Guardians of the Galaxy three. Mm. Mm. I don't need to say anything else about that. It's Guardians of the. It's the third version of the Guardians movies. So that's my pick. Uh, and to keep it moving, I'm going to go to the next round here. For my drama, uh, I, I'm going to go with uh, a movie that is the third in a series of movies. I've not seen the first two, but uh, screw it. I'll go see it opening night. It's a comedy slash drama. It's directed by one of my favorite directors, Steven Soderbergh, starring Channing Tatum. Or as I like to call it, Channing Tatum. I'm taking Magic Mike's uh, last dance. <laughs> Magic Mike Country. Let's ride. Let's go. Let's <laughs> ride. Let's the, fi- ride. the final tease. Here we go. Okay, no joke. It's funny to say though. Right? The final tease. The, the, that's the tagline. The final tease. That's, that's, that's funny. That's so good. Are you going to say, boy? I was going to say it's weird because... When that movie, I finally saw the trailer. I was at, I forgot what movie it was, and that trailer came up, and I was like, "Is this a Magic Mike movie? Like, it doesn't even see Magic Mike at first. And obviously, like, this could be called anything else. This does not need to be called Magic Mike tied in, but whatever. That's the magic of Mike, bro. Uh, that magic can come from anywhere. You should have to watch now all three in a row. <laughs> Do I? All right. So, quick poll: Do I not see any of the movies and go in blind, 
or do I binge watch the first two? You got oh binge, you got to binge. Yeah, I think so. Damn, I would have loved to just gone in the whole time, just being like, "Who's that? Is that Mike?" <laughs> you got to see the journey, dude. You got to see where, how far. He's gone. Yeah, you got to see how he got there. <laughs> Honestly, that would be great. Like if I'm just like in a Magic Mike state of mind going into seeing it, I'm like crying at the end. I'm like, "Man, this was this was good. What a ride." <laughs> Um, yeah, Steven Soderbergh directed these movies. Never forget that. I can't believe yeah, Soderbergh directed these movies. Just, I, I, I didn't know that at all. It's wild. Nah, it's wild. Like, no, he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, you know what, though? Here's the thing. Uh, final thing I'll say about this. When Steven Soderbergh and Chang Tatum link up, I like what they do. Um, Logan Lucky. They they team mm. up together to make that movie. I, I'm a big fan. Logan Lucky is sneaky good. Sneaky good. Um, okay. All right. To continue round four here, John, back to you. I'm going to, I'm going to bend the rules as to what a drama is, but, um, I'm, I'm going to pick 65 with Adam mm. Driver. Okay. Uh, the mm. dinosaur, uh, movie, uh, I don't maybe a competitor to, um, Jurassic Park. Maybe it'll turn into, maybe we'll get a, uh, a 66 next. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it looks interesting enough. So I'm, um, again, another another hopeful. Uh, hopefully it will be good. You got Stop some... with all these numbers. I, I I think I went on a rant, <laughs> if not on the podcast or off it, with the whole Yellowstone franchise, 1883, 1923. Then there was the 1899 on Netflix. There's too many years and dates. Just shoot it right among. Yeah, I'm sick of years. <laughs> not not only do Try it. Like half yeah, these things, you try to like look it up. Try to... Just like, oh, I want to know uh, when 1923 is. Like, when when's it airing? You try to type that into Google and try to get the SEO on 1923. Like, <laughs> that's so true. I think they should name the sequels to 65, 65.1. 65.2. Yeah. Um, John, uh, do we think that this is going to break the monopoly that the Jurassic Park franchise has on uh, dinosaur movies? I don't think it actually will. Um, this seems more like they find dinosaurs rather than like create them and like you know i i don't think it's quite the same i don't know what this movie is but i just hope they choose a totally different direction for dinosaur noises like it yeah. just turns into like like beep beep or they spent a lot of money on the visuals but not on the sound so it's yeah. just that's wrong kingdom like, here had i come <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh 65 I, I feel like i haven't really been doing this but 65 actually comes out pretty soon march 17th uh 2023 wow. so celebrate with a green beer and uh see am driver uh shoot up some dinos so there we go i'll be upset if these are not uh scientifically accurate dinosaurs okay i need some feathers on them uh no i don't care i'll, I'll see some dinos um all right so now mark back to you How are you, darkness, smiled for the <laughs> uh, I believe I have my comedy one. And there was no comedy. There's no comedy. We just botched it. All right. So, what do I have left yeah. then? Uh, nothing. This is what I was prepared for. Mark, uh, you took a, a horror action, a horror slash action, whichever one of those. Uh-huh. Uh, you took a uh, blockbuster. Blockbuster. You already took your drama. So okay. reading is your wild card and your TV show. All right, dude, you I'm get going go with, yeah. I'm going with my wild card. And at first, 
when I first heard that this movie was actually being made, well, like this, just like no way, it's going to be just absolutely terrible. Uh, but then I saw the first trailer. I'm back in. I'm going to see it, and it's not going to be what I want it to be, but I still think I'm going to like it. Mario, I'm going to watch the Mario movie. <laughs> And one of the funniest things is like when the cast gets like read off, it's like, you know, it's like Chris Pratt's going to be Mario. I'm like, no, he isn't. Like, get like, get like Sebastian Maniscalco or something like somebody like that to do it. But I, I think the movie's actually going to be good. I think they know what it is. I think they're self aware. Um, I mean, who didn't grow up like playing these games and like Mario Kart, Mario Party, all that? It's going to be fun. For people our age, I'm in. Here we go. What? <laughs> I'm in. Mark, that's Let's great. You should call up uh, <laughs> Nintendo here. You could replace the lead. I don't know. Yeah, it does a motion right there that I've Get saw. That guy. <laughs> yeah, why is Charles Martinet not doing? Why is he not that's, doing it? He's a yeah, That's my biggest grin. Yeah, I, I think because I think I've said it like on the pod. I get it. Oh, you know, for these movies, you gotta have something for the adults so they can have to recognize you know when they're going to these kids movies or these big a-list stars but do you because it's mario they already has a built-in fan base if it's a brand new we all movie, know what mario sounds like like <laughs> it's a okay, it's pixar guy. movie elemental okay you you gotta have some a-list stars because it's brand new ip but no it's mario so you could be yeah. anyone in mario and people are gonna come you don't need to spend whatever 10 million dollars probably to get chris pratt to come into the voice booth it doesn't make any sense Make everybody but Mario and Luigi stars. Yeah. That's all you had to do. Yeah. That would have been perfect. Yep. Yeah. Perfect. That's all you had to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. And and I heard that they weren't, uh, allegedly, weren't letting the, the, the voice actors in on the plot. And they were reading lines and, like, several different inflections so they could fill it in, like, where they needed to, like... <sighs> To, to let them know. Oh, because they don't want it to leak. Who cares? It's a top secret Mario movie. Yeah. Oh, it's a top secret Mario movie. <laughs> and it's also, you're keeping the secret away from Chris Pratt and all these people who are in all these, like, Marvel movies. Like, uh, yeah. They could mm. keep those secrets. Oh, but we we can't trust him after we pay him millions of dollars to keep the Mario secrets. He's at such a disadvantage. You're going to put that on top of him, too? Like, I don't know. I, I'm sure it's going to do fine. It's Mario, but like. Do- with the, I'm telling you, with the animation stuff and the video game stuff, those companies go ape shit over. Sorry, over their um, their like uh, whatever it's scripts or whatever. I remember having to do auditions for like Rockstar Games, and they never, ever, ever, ever told you what characters you were doing. It was just brutal. Wow, brutal. That, that, like that's ridiculous. I mean, come on, <laughs> like no. we. Everybody knows who Mario is. Like, yeah, you know, he's like on a Bugs Bunny level. Like, you, you know what the guy sounds like. You know what his taglines are. Yeah, and like your parents know, your friends know, even like kids know. But it's like, what's the point? Like, just give them the line, let them know the situation, give them the plot. Yeah, I, it shouldn't be that hard. The trailers gave away everything about the movie. Like the plot, we know the plot. Like, uh, yeah, why do we need to hide it? I don't know. I don't know. It's going to make a million dollars. I'm, I'm not several oh, million dollars. I'm yeah. sure. A bajillion. And you know what? It's going to be funny. Well, whatever. I'm I'm in for it. <laughs> let, let a plumber save the world. 
Let's go. <laughs> Animations do look pretty good. All right. That's all I had to add to that. Uh, Kyle. Yes. Uh, so I have the wild card left uh, and a TV show. I'm going to go with a wild card. And I this truly is a wild card for me because this movie could end up just being a total uh, tank fest. Um, but it is, I believe, about one of the my favorite comedians. Um, and it's called The Machine. Yes, dude. And Thank you for giving uh, the shout out. Kreischer. Yes. So... Um, I do like Bert Kreischer. Uh, it is, I think, a true wild card movie because this movie could stink. But I think, hey, uh, there's nothing really else left. I mean, I could choose some animation stuff, but you know what? Why not go with this? So, going with the machine. That is, uh, that's a good, that's a good pick. I'm very excited about that. I've been, um, yeah, very excited because I also love Bert. Kyle, like I just recently saw him this past year when he came to Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, he puts on a show. He's hilarious. I follow him all over social media. Like when you hear him tell the story in person, when you watch it, you know it. Like, mm-hmm. and then I saw the trailer. Like, and he'll be, he's posted a little bit behind the scenes for the machine. Like, you know, and it, like he broke his foot trying to <laughs> create the promo for it. Somebody ran over his foot. Like, Oh I'm just God. so I just think it's gonna be as stupid and ridiculous as the story really is. Yep. Like I'm so genuinely excited for that. It was actually on my list. Nice. Yeah, I think it's a good wild card. That's what I'm. That's what I'm rolling with. Mm-hmm. And uh, that movie is expected to be released on May 26, 2023. So, uh, so yeah, weather. Go see that movie. I'm excited. It it'll be good to have a an R-rated comedy in theaters to see and, and laugh with people. So I'm I'm really pumped for that. Um. Okay. Next up, we got Mark. No. no wait. No. Wait. No. Wrong way. Nick. We're gonna say I'm back. You're up. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna do my action horror movie, whatever this genre was that I made up myself. Um. I'm leaning towards the horror with this one. I was going to go the crazy one that everyone has been talking about on social media, but I'm not going to give it publicity. We'll talk about honorable mentions. Um, I'm actually going to go something that I had no idea was coming out. Uh, I'm very excited. There's a couple. Actually, there's a few I want to talk about, but I'm, I'm choosing this one. It's an untitled Exorcist movie, and it's actually a direct sequel to the original from 1973 so and apparently this is going to be the first one that might be the uh first of three new exorcist films and but it is the sixth installment but this one's going to be directly um it was originally renounced as a reboot but they did change it it's going to be more of a direct sequel to the first movie now there's just no title and i'm in on it you know the original exorcist one of the scariest movies you know back then even now it's still creepy to points you know um you know we just have better technology so things are way scarier but you're still gonna give credit where credit's due and if they're gonna make this a sequel nowadays i'm in you got me there so the untitled exorcist movie that's my my mother that was that's the only the original exorcist that the mm-hmm. only horror movie she ever seen she will never see a horror movie ever again she said that she had to sleep like she went to bed with like the lights on for like two weeks after she saw that and she tried to forbid me from seeing horror movies and the kid like i'm a huge horror guy like 
So I obviously we don't have the same tape, but she was so freaked out by it that like <laughs> never again, hard stop. So I, I'm kind of with you, Boyle. Like if they're going to try to, you know, get some something off that, like when so much time has passed and you think like, you know what, we have the technology now, like we can, we can do better. Cause we all know there's a ton of exit movies out. Like a mm-hmm. ton. Yeah. But if you're going to go off the original story and say, you know what, like we, we can do something with this, like this was so good. And like now with the advancement in technology and the gestation period, I mean, what, 1973? plenty of time to come up with a better sequel right i'm kind of with you on this and guess what world blumhouse is the production the production company Mm. i do love them too it's like yeah uh, i'm I'm with you yeah ellen burson who was in the original uh is in this along with leslie odom jr Mm -hmm. and dowd um so it's 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 directed by david gordon green who some people will remember as the same guy who just recently did the uh did he just do the halloween movies yeah he just did the new halloween movies oh no oh no yeah so halloween ends like he, did. he directed well, us he didn't write it he didn't write it so expected to come out october 13th 2023 really i would have thought this is a christmas movie okay <laughs> just so, in time all right the exorcist the exorcist is uh boils pick nice um all right Dave. I'm closing it out, right? Because we have close out the fourth round pick. I have wild card do left. To leave, for right? Brady. Yeah. <laughs> wild card, and then it's the TV one at the end. And we'll probably yep. just go down the road yes. doing TV. I think at this point. Yeah. Um, we all know Dave is doing 80 for Brady. No. Looks no. great. <laughs> I have trailers are phenomenal. A bunch of dramas I could do, and there's three. I'm actually gonna gonna maybe leave it to you guys. Do you want, because there's three bio drama films I could do. Two are like more like probably prestigious and the awards are there, but you, I should probably do the other one, right? That's just absurd for a wild card. Yes. You might as well. Your I, pick? I feel like I, I, I feel really comfortable with what I got earlier in the night that I could just kind of like just mm-hmm. shoot from half court and just who cares. Shoot from the hip. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go. I'll explain the other ones after an honorable mentions. For a wild card, you can't get much more wild than Flame and Hot. And this is the story of the Frito-Lay janitor who claimed <laughs> to have invented Flame and Hot Cheetos. No way. I heard about the movie. Yes. Yes. I mean, phenomenal pick. Wow. One of Directed by Eva Longoria. Uh, <laughs> Matt Walsh, Amelia uh, Rivera are in the film. So we got some comedy folks in the film. Eva Longoria is directing. A drama film. I think it's probably Eva Longoria's directorial debut. Flame and Hot, the story of how Flame and Hot Cheetos was invented. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the pick of the night. That's, that's the incredible. best pick. That's the best that is pick. a find. So, wow. I feel like, yeah, I could have went with something prestigious. There's like, I have two there. Oh, like, oh, these could get Oscar nominations at the end of the year. Nah, I'm going to go with Flamin' Hot. So, that's my movie pick. And I guess I can go into TV now. And yeah. for TV, there's so many things I could go with. I'll just name off from mm-hmm. quick, you know, because I'm right now I'm really into The Last of Us. I'm excited for the, the return of Yellow Jackets, Succession. Hopefully, I'm severance is i'm hoping is coming but here's my pick this would not be a david you know 
is this is a David pick. Oh, I mentioned okay. it on our on our, or on our most anticipated of the year. It's from the minds of Nathan Fielder and Benny Safty. It's an A24 oh. show, and this series will explore how an alleged curse disturbs the relationship of a newly married couple as they try to conceive a child while co-starring on their problematic new HGTV show. And that couple is played by Nathan Fielder and Emma Stone. Oh, so, my God. It's called The Curse is the name of the, the show. Again, created by one of the Safdie brothers, you know, Uncut Gems, and from the mind Uncut of Gems. Yeah, Nathan Fielder in the, rehe- the rehearsal, Nathan for you. I think it's just going to be absurd. I think it's going to be crazy. I mean, I there's no specific date yet, but I saw just like last week that they are in the in the booth uh, doing the like the score and the audio. So they have to be in post at this point. So I'm assuming it's coming out this year. So pumped for this. It was your podcast that I first heard about this too. Um, I could have went with some more prestigious stuff that I like, but I couldn't pass up a Nathan Fielder show. So ah, uh, yeah, this is the right pick. Have you guys ever tried to show your parents like uh, the rehearsal and, and Nathan for you? It's a fun experience. Yeah. It's a fun experience. My my parents like um, like like cringe comedy with them in the office. Like ooh, like you know, curb your enthusiasm. They, like cringy, but they could handle it. When it comes to like real life people, like it's just yeah. like they just it's too much. Yeah, strong. I got a better one. I was at my buddy's house meeting him for the second time. He's an online buddy. And his mom came over, meeting his mom for the first time. You met his mother mother's... on the second time that you guys met up. Yeah. Well, she was pretty, pretty serious. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and we were watching, what was it? What's the one with uh, John, um, what's his name, in New York City? Oh, How To um, With John Wilson? Don't yes. tell me it's this. Oh, oh no. No. Right. It's this episode. Uh, oh, well, on HBO. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But, uh, the, if you know you. It went well. It went well. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <clears throat> I, I have, I've heard you guys talk about this show, uh, but I've never seen it. So, well. In the episode that I'm guessing, there's a uh, a naked dude that just I think it was was it something with his like the, genitalia? He's trying to regrow his foreskin. We'll just put yeah. that on. Yeah, yeah. So we to go stretch it. That's tough to do. I think I can't remember if it's it was like the do. cover furniture episode or if it was the scaffolding <laughs> yes, episode. Yeah, it, it was, was one of it was the cover furniture episode. Yeah. And that wasn't the first one I watched with my buddy, <laughs> but it was the first one I watched with my buddy and his mother. Yeah. Well, right. if you haven't seen it yet, at the very least watch it. There's a episode where they go to like this group that's like obsessed with Avatar and they meet up a in guitar. a conference room oh, and they yeah. eat like blue yeah. foods, but it's like, it's actually a very sweet story. At first you think it's going to be like, they're going to be making yeah. fun of them, but it's like, no, this is actually a really cool group of, of friends that met up, but yeah. well, that's sweet. And then watch this, the, uh, I did see uh, Nick Boyle in it, which is a little weird, but <laughs> I thought he would have mentioned it to me, but sorry, man. Uh, speaking of Boyle, it's your turn. All right. Uh, I was kind of all over the place in my TV miniseries. There's just so much out there. Uh, you know, Dave, I know we always go back and forth on our Big Brother stuff, but I had to go. I was like, do I go like mainstream or I'm going to go non-mainstream, but it is kind of popular. But I really enjoyed season one and I'm looking forward to season two. And that's Invincible. 
Um, it was an animated, crazy, um, in case you didn't know it, uh, superhero story that just, I feel like stood out among the rest because it was just so wild. And honestly, it like pushed the boundaries and things I didn't really expect. So um, I'm kind of ex- excited for season two to come. They just teased it. Uh, and there's so many great TV shows we know are coming, you know, in all the different realms. Of well, I, I think that's a great pick too, just like with how they have the characters set up and especially with, um, I think we're all on the same page here, but if you watched Invincible, the final scene of the first episode has you all the way in. You're like, mm-hmm. okay, this is completely different. They're willing to do something that uh, so far, like off the beaten path from any of these superhero shows that we watch, like they're willing to do something like that. Don't want to do spoilers if you haven't seen it, but yeah, I'm definitely all in on Invincible season two as well. I mean, there's episode to episode. It was awesome. But yeah. Big fan of the show. Reminded me of the boys, except but like animated. Animated things. Well, that was the thing. It was, there's that other boys I was like, maybe I'll do that. I was like, nah, I gotta go invincible. It was just, I don't know. Yeah. All right, Kyle. All right. So um, I might go with a new show because I am excited about a bunch of returning shows um, like Ted Lasso, Succession, you know, The Bear, Severance, all those. Oh, I do like But I am going to go with a new show. I think it comes out later this year. It's on Netflix, believe it or not. And it's uh, from creators that have gone away, and I don't know if we like how they ended the last series. Oh, no. Uh, It is called The Three-Body Problem, and it's by... uh, I'm suspecting problems on this one. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm just interested to see how it turns out. I don't know if there's much information about it, uh, but I just know it's created by them, and this is one of their... Isn't this one of their first projects for Netflix? Isn't this their their thing? Yeah, I think it's a, their first official thing. I think they were like producers on something. They might have yeah. been producers on like that chair show. Like yeah, literally but the I think chair this is like their first show. like. But yeah, this is like their actual. Yeah, this is like when Ryan Murphy signed that deal four years ago, and then like it took him four years to get all of his shows to finally come out. But uh, so that's where I'm going with this. Uh, I could have gone with a bunch of old stuff and. You know, I'm I'm looking forward to all that stuff, but this is new, and uh, just interested to see what they do. Is is this based on the book of the same name? Um, I believe so. I don't know, but yeah. I I gotta imagine it I has something to do with it, that. Yeah, I've heard it was a phenomenal book, and I just never sat down mm-hmm. to read it. So maybe this yeah. will be my my uh, intro. Uh, yeah, my reasoning too is to yeah. read it finally. Yeah. Yeah. So alrighty. And uh, where's that going to be streaming? Did you say? I believe Netflix. Yes, Netflix. Okay. Yep. Mark, I'll get this one out of the way. I think it's so popular, but I, I've actually been thinking about it since the finale of the first season, Severance. I yes. Severance was incredible so TV. Good. It was so good, and especially just the way that they yeah. left it off. Yeah, just the way the way that it ended. I thought it was incredible. Like, it was mm-hmm. like, please give me season two as yeah. big as possible. Uh, again, it's one of those, like, it's, it's such a good premise. And, and you really don't want, like, them to 
by them I mean either like you know studio executive whatever to like screw it up the writing's phenomenal the acting's phenomenal they've got big name actors putting in great effort into these performances mm-hmm. and the story like episode to episode I was fully tractor beamed in like I am full focus I just every character seemed important every like, every scene everything felt like it mattered there was no wasted space uh just so excited to see this next season coming up especially with the foundation that they've laid down already uh, mm-hmm. there, there is a lot of good tv like coming up but i i think i am most excited for this series specifically that's a good pick. Yeah, I, very good pick. The first episode really caught me. Um, I haven't watched an episode since. Get on it, dude! Wow, I know. So I'm telling you, it's like it's incredible TV. Man, it like that. It's just so cool. Like, it's just, yeah, the it's just yeah. Like it's just so well thought out, as you mentioned, the acting, the writing, but even like yeah, the production design. Production like it's just is crazy. The cinematography. There's so much going. Getting on. Though, I'm with you on that too. It's just it's so yeah. well thought out. Yeah. Like they had a plan. Like each episode mattered. But like mm-hmm. usually in all these popular shows, there's a throwaway episode. People say, "Oh yeah, like whatever." Like they got bored on set. Like they just had to fill out a contract. It's like, well, you said eight episodes. Like give me a filler one. Not with this. Episode like series i just thought they've done such a good job and it was building either like tension or excitement like dialing in like what like what is going to happen and you're invested you're interested uh, i think it's great i cannot wait till this like ramps back up okay all right john your tv show slash miniseries uh yeah, I am torn between two. Um, uh, so far, everything that everyone's mentioned is on my list to watch. So it's not, it's it's a it's a torn between which is going to be better. You know, like how can you choose? But um, I know Nick is not going to choose this one, so I'm going to go with <laughs> the boys. Uh, again, now that Saul's done, that might be peak TV. Um, I, I don't know what I could choose that's better. Uh, you know. I don't know. Uh, how do you how do you explain it? It's it's a superhero movie, but it's not a superhero or a show, but it's not a superhero show. All the tropes about superheroes gone. It's so gritty, it's so uh disgustingly gory and it's 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 great. There's no the characters are so crazy. Homelander, Homelander is an all-time character. Yeah. Yes. Homelander is so good. So good. I won't spoil it, but how the last season ended with mm-hmm. Homelander, it opens up some crazy yeah. stuff that's going yeah. to be available mm-hmm. now Wait, for and in that world. It, you know what the boys reminds me of? Uh, I'm an avid like wrestling fan, right? So like WWE, you get characters, you get like ridiculous stuff. Superhero characters are like ridiculous. And then, like mid to late '90s, that's when the movement was like based like your persona more on reality. You're like, it these big colors and big costumes. That's not it anymore. It's like, how would like real people react if you're beating somebody up like in front of an audience? That to me is like kind of like the boys, where it's like, all right, like get over the usual superhero, like you know, 
uh, perfect morals. Like they always do the right thing all the time. Like this dude, like reality. Like that, like that, that whole lander uh, monologue when he just like kind of snaps. He's like, "You need me." He's like, "I'm better." Mm. Like, that's amazing television. They're like, "Yeah." Like, imagine someone like this. Just if he felt like it, he could do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, the, the parallels to current day is is a hundred percent amplifying everything about the show. Um, everything just hits twice as hard because that's exactly what's happening in in our lives right now and has been happening for the last couple of years so it's just it's so well written and it it, it, it fits our reality so well that it, it it hits it just hits hard you know yes yeah same exact thing guys i was gonna say the same exact thing <laughs> sorry to choose your 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 pick but you know i know ah oh, john i'm so mad <laughs> close this out man what do we got what's the last pick all right so everybody expects me to take Disney Plus shows because that's pretty much all I watch because uh, I'm a <laughs> little boy, little baby boy, uh, <laughs> likes my little mouse uh, stuff. However, there was only one show last year that I watched the entire season, not once, but twice. Sorry, two times. Um, and uh, that was The Bear. And Bear's I'm very good. much looking forward to mm. The Bear season two. Bear's so good. Pick. Um, yes, Chef. I like it. Yes, Chef. Yes, Chef. Yes, Chef. And... Um, God, it was like such a good show. Um, it was good. Yeah, it really was. Um, so I'm excited to watch it again. It, it, every award coming its way this award season it feels deserved. Um, but you guys watch more TV than I do, so I'm kind of biased because I only watch like four TV shows. Uh, so I'm like, yeah, one of the four TV shows that yeah, I that's a good one to watch though. Like that was yeah. such a like a stressful show to watch. Like yeah, so when that is in real time and. The backup of the orders is just like you're you're in the kitchen with them. It's just the way it's shot, the way it's acted, the way it's presented. It's just, yeah, yeah. oh, so good. So that rounds it out. Uh, before we get to you guys, just shouting out. Hold on, wait. Before, before we completely bail on the bear, uh, oh, okay. uh, as some of you know, uh, cooking is my favorite hobby. I cook all the time. I love to do it. Uh, when I looked into it, like you know, the bear. I, I'm not a professional. It's just something I like to do, but. The professionals weighing in, like after watching the bear, they said how incredibly accurate it was. They're like, you know, like that's kind of like the way that it is. it's something you appreciate it when writers, production, directing, whatever. It's like they take the time to research the subject, go all out, make sure that it's as close as possible to the thing they're trying to portray. Mm-hmm. So that was good. That's always like a, I think. When people take the time to do that stuff, it really pushes it over the top. Um, that's what I think is going to push the movie sixty five over the top too. You know, the research into <laughs> the real the real dinosaurs that they're going to get. I mean, all right, yeah. real quick. Once they showed like the dinosaur, like, all right, I'm all the way back in. <laughs> like this movie's going to be awesome. <laughs> um. So, all right, we had a few people uh, chime in. GBW Pod. Uh, on what they want to see. We had Zach Millian say, um, Barbie. We had Ashley Cabrita say 65. Uh, Sarah saying Dune Part 2. Mm. A lot of John yep. picks. Yep. Yep. And then TMCAD24, our guy, New Spider-Verse, um, which is what I would have called it too because I forgot that it was called Across the Spider-Verse until today. And it isn't like Part 1, 2. I hate when they... Yeah. Ooh, like but I don't like that. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Great. So uh, thank you to the people who, who messaged us there. Uh Honorable mention, guys, that you guys want to just shout out quickly? 
Yeah, I'll run through just a couple real quick. Like those bio dramas that I mentioned that was in between Flame and Hot with is these are the more critically acclaimed ones probably. Uh, there's one called Air, which is going to be the Air Jordan story. It's from Ben Affleck is back is uh, behind the camera. He's directing this one. Matt Damon. Uh, I think those two have done some stuff before, <laughs> and they are. Wait, are, so Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are playing Michael Jordan and Scotty Pippen? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, what? no, they don't. Of course. Uh, yeah. Looks like on the list here, Michael Jordan cast. Yeah, at least on this list, I the Matt Damon is the salesman at Nike who works to sign Michael Jordan, and I think Ben Affleck is Phil Knight. Um, and he's directing it. Uh, oh, okay. Let's see here. And then the other one was Maestro. That is, um, let's see, it's um, Bradley Cooper's follow-up to A Star is Born. And he's, mm. he's, he's the maestro. He's a composer, Leonard Bernstein. It's going to be an awards favorite. So those are the, I guess, a couple I would shout out. That's right. I forgot he's been working on that for the past. Uh, Forever. Like a while, right? Yeah. And it's interesting I'm because and there's definitely like, I haven't seen it yet, but like a lot of talk this year of Tar. And I wonder if it's like, oh, I don't want to come after a film that everyone's talking about that composer and that kind of mm. world. It's like, oh, now I'm going to do another one. It's like, it will have the same juice, you know, next war right. season when everyone's already in on how Tar. Does that, how does that happen? I know. Yeah. How does that, it's like two movies that was similar stuff. It's coming around the same thing, time. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. How does that happen? Armageddon and uh, Deep Impact. Yeah. Yeah, um, there's like a run of like volcano movies in the late '80s. You guys might forget this, but there was two Hercules movies that came out. One with The Rock, one with all those who care, whoever that was. <laughs> but, there's gonna be a, a lot of Winnie the Pooh movies because that's in the I was just now. Yeah. The yeah. Honey Winnie the Pooh, uh, Blood and Honey. Yeah, coming soon. It I'm looks surprised. so bad. Joe, you didn't pick uh, the Ghostbusters Afterlife sequel. I saw that's coming that. last year. Did you like the Afterlife you know movie? I can't remember. It got so lost in the sauce, I still haven't seen it. Oh, never saw it. I Mark, we saw it. it together, didn't we? No, we didn't. No? All right. No. Because I know I uh, I saw it on date night. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. So when like, like opening night or something, it was hilarious. There's people who showed up with like movie accurate uh ecto blasters and everything that was oh, in my mind yeah <laughs> yeah that's right i was having a great time god i can't uh, yeah i loved it um honorable mention for me though for the horror fans um it's a cronenberg infinity pool is getting like great reviews so far i haven't seen it yet um Oh, it's coming out Friday, actually, like release. But like the initial reviews, like from pre-screenings and stuff, everyone is raving about it. It looks really messed up. Weird. I don't like it. No. It looks really weird. (laughs) Uh, I think like the like the most basic premise I can say is like all crimes are punished by death. Um, and it looks twisted, look dark. Ah, honorable mention. I'm intrigued. I'm in. Um, one that I was searching up that just seemed like a unique premise. I know we ca- are kind of sick of his style, but I think Taiki Watiti is uh, has a film called Next Goal. Wins. I saw that, that come out. America Samoa's like worst loss or something like that. Yeah. So that looks interesting. They lost like thirty-one to zero or something. Yeah, <laughs> that was like filmed like 
years ago, right? Wasn't that like been tinkered? It's been talked about for a while. I that's one of those movies that I assume um is is coming out eventually. Production began November twenty nineteen. <laughs> it wrapped in January twenty twenty. Wow. So it got even before the pandemic, but like oh, it did. Oh, I guess here's here's a, maybe a reason why. In December twenty twenty one it was announced that Army Hammer was replaced by Will Arnett and reshoots. Uh, <laughs> let's go eat some food. I think uh, I think TV was a lot easier for me than movies. I mean, like I said, everything we we said so far was great, but um, we had a bunch of stuff coming up, like Lucky Hank with Bob Odenkirk. That looks mm-hmm. pretty cool. Uh, the Last of Us is going on oh, right that's now. So been, good. You know, the last first two episodes have been great. Has been. Um, I'm launching episode two right after we get off. I'm so excited. I'm Maybe. Black Mirror coming yes. back this year. So I didn't mention yeah. that. That was on my TV Black list. Oh, yes, John. And then I think as well, the Penguin spinoff yes. of Batman might also be coming out this year. So we got a lot of stuff coming up TV-wise that uh, should be good. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't think stuff. I, just, I still think about uh, Colin Farrell in the Batman and just how... Awesome, my character. He was just so, uh, what are you showing me? <laughs> what an incredible acting job by him. It reminded me of uh, Tom Cruise as Les Gross in oh Tropic Thunder. Yes. Like, basically, That's such an iconic. <laughs> it's like they made Colin Farrell do something like that. Like, in the uh, same year where he could win an Oscar for, for the Banshees of Inchir. Like, that's a. Good year he had, yeah. Great year, yeah, yeah. He's been cranking them out. And he was, he was in that other movie that Mark didn't like. Oh yeah, remember you guys on the podcast? You Mark hated it. It was before Yang, after Yang. Oh, stinks, stinks. That guy could barely stay awake. Well, that movie was awful. Two out of three, and I'm bad. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. <laughs> um, anybody else uh, have anything they want to shout out? I do. I just want to shout out a couple horror movie sequels that are coming out that have like everyone else is going to be like, I'm over it, but I'm in. We've got Saw 10 coming out, which is part one of the finale of the two part series, apparently. Mm-hmm. Apparently, no, apparently. Part two, the part three. Of- <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. I've never seen a Saw movie. Oh, man. Come on over. I got all of them, man. Can you call yourself an Ithaca College grad? The first one is a classic, iconic. The first one is awesome, but uh, that's what they said. They tried this one. They the uh, when I was doing the research, they apparently listened to what everyone has said and really want to like give fans what they want in this book. Oh yeah, that always like spiral. Whatever with Chris Rock, like yes, that yes. that was so bad. Yep, Ugh. I was hoping it was a Spyro movie. Man, that's coming. You know it's coming. I'm waiting for Crash Bandicoot too. I mean, you you know it's coming, right? Um, Insidious. <laughs> well, yeah, five. we got Mario. Of course, we can get Crash. Yep, we got Insidious Five: Fear the Dark coming out, which Don't is going to be directly related to the first two. And apparently, the most recent one that was like Keys of Something was supposed to open it to like almost ready classic but like multiverse of horror and you could almost like they were going to try to take sinister and insidious and have them mix in together that doesn't make any sense yeah and then uh mark the nun 2 
Don't need it. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, why aren't we giving shout outs here? This is like, ah, uh, yeah. Because it's right, the state of horror. I can't believe you said Scream doing? 6. So, you know, Scream 6, I'm in on that. Scream, Scream 6, Scream that was six. Yeah. yeah, hold on. Scream 6 doesn't look that bad. New York City, like, maybe. These, yeah, concept. Be careful, guys. See, the pr- like the problem with that too is like the, in the trailer, they're like on the subway. Yeah, and it, it, like like go out, it was like a little closer, like go out, like little closer. I rode the subway. I was like, if that's on the four train, like <laughs> someone's popping him in the face. Like no problem. I mean, what are you doing, pal? Like wait, wait. I just want like it, 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 when he's trying to do this. Somebody, you know, it's showtime, and then they. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Look at the boobox. Yeah. Like, they start twirling around. Yeah, I'm gonna be an That would I'm be if they were doing like a scary movie six. If they, they if they were gonna parody Scream Six, that would definitely be in the parody. But, oh, yeah. that would be fun. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. I'm, I'm gonna be in New York City that week. Um, Scream Six comes out. Mm-hmm. It's Biggie's tournament week. We could so. turn it into a trip, maybe. Yeah. I, I got to hit you guys up for one of these times when I'm I'm in New York City. It's always tough because like our games are usually at night, so my free time is like during the day, mm-hmm. normal business hours. Uh, but I, I would love to see a movie with you guys. I think that'd be fun. I I'm bummed we're not gonna be able to see uh, Shazam: Fury of the Gods together. But I was just gonna bring that up how Boyle didn't bring it up. <laughs> Boyle, how how do we? Know? There's a lot of Marvel stuff and a lot going on this year. But I I don't know. I mean, we could talk about Secret Invasion, Loki season two. I mean, we could be here all night. All right, hey everybody, thanks for uh, listening to the podcast. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, all right. So, well, you guys did your plug for the show. Um, I think that was like three hours ago <laughs> on this episode. <laughs> uh, it is. is it Tuesday? Yes. We have to record soon. I know. Yeah. Uh, if you guys quickly want to give like a, a, a shout out to uh, what you guys got coming up uh, down the pipe real quick uh, on Dual Redundancy. Yeah. So we got Oscar nominations, that 90s show this week. Uh, obviously, we're hoping you guys join us next month when we're going to be predicting those Oscars. Uh, you guys can lose again and watch one of these terrible No, movies. this year will be different. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the sixth time is the charm. <laughs> Hopefully. But yeah. I'm going to go away with this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, all those shows are, are on uh, Door Dunnessy. You can find us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Twitch. We usually go live Monday nights, but tomorrow we're going to do uh, Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Door Heck yeah. Uh, for GBW Pod, um, you know where to find us. We're going to do a big uh, double long episode next week for a Shotgun Wedding, finally coming out for Mark and uh, for Brady. So, uh, double episode, be on the lookout for that. Uh, no, but you know we're going to start uh, prepping our uh, Oscar takes and uh, seeing whatever's kind of left from last year that we haven't seen yet, and talk about that. So, I'm finally going to see the menu. Good, maybe. Yes, yeah, you have to. It was good, Oscar. dude. I'm I'm currently paused on your guys' episode when you start talking about it, uh, but I was cooking while I was doing it, so I couldn't stop. I was like, "Siri, stop audio." I was like, "Yeah, resume audio." I was like, "Nope, stop." And John looked like talking about it. I was like, "Ah," so I was like, "Play the Strokes." I don't know from that commercial, that, that car commercial back in the day. Yeah, uh, that's usually my go-to to get out of it, so that worked. Um, all right, thanks, guys. So for Nick, John, Kyle, Dave, Mark, and myself, thank you so much for listening. Have a great 2023, and uh, we'll see you guys soon.